This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hello, everyone. My name is Erin Trelor, and I am the host of Raw Beauty Talks. We're taking you behind the highlight reel of the world's biggest influencers and wellness gurus to get a raw glimpse of what beauty, health, and wellness look like in today's world so that you can feel your absolute best in your body and in your life. With seven kids, yes, seven between the two of them, Kat and Nat know just how lonely and isolating motherhood can be. So they set out on a mission to bring women and moms together by hosting these incredible dinner parties and events with wine and without babies that totally exploded all over the scene in Toronto and encouraged them to take their stories online. Kat and Nat's rapidly exploding community of like-minded moms tune in every day to watch them rewrite the paradigm of the perfect mom. With honesty and humor, Kat and Nat dismantle the unrealistic portrayals of motherhood that are often presented throughout social media and traditional media. Through their virally famous mom truths, which you have to watch if you have not seen, which have garnered hundreds of millions of views around the world, and their daily Facebook live show, Kat and Nat share everything moms think but are too afraid to talk about. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today, and thank you for the incredible work that you do. I've been following along for a couple of years now, and I feel like between the oh my gosh, the extreme hilarity of your mom truths and my postpartum pelvic floor problems. I've probably peed my pants one too many times listening to these things. (laughs) (laughs) We still pee our pants, you know, there's no excuses anymore, but we laugh so hard. It's what you got to do. It just happens. You have to laugh throughout this journey of motherhood. I feel like that's the secret is just, oh, find the funny moments. And you both do that so beautifully. Can we just start off this conversation? I want to share a few mom truths with our audience for people who perhaps haven't heard about what these things are. And I'm wondering if you could maybe share a couple of your favorite ones or the ones that are just like really ringing true for you right now. I, you know, oh my gosh. So all the mom truths we do is just sort of where we're at. And everyone's like, do you write them? Do you think about them? And I'm like, no, they're inspired by real life events that have happened because as moms, you know that content is forever and it is always ongoing and it's always changing because your kids are always changing. We have people who follow us who are teenagers. We have grandmothers who follow us. We have single dads who follow us. We we have a lot of people who aren't moms who follow us too. And I think just sort of the gong show of life is what resonates with everybody. And I think, you know, clubbing, Oh, how it's like motherhood. Everyone's kind of like, OMG, I can see that, how it's sort of the same. That one is one that sort of resonates. Why are moms so tired? I mean, I don't even know why people ask that question. I don't even know why it's a question. And what's our other, like the to-do list of your head constantly? All of them are from our conversations. Like there's never one that we have to create, if that makes sense. Totally. I mean, you film these, they're like real and raw. You film them in your car usually. Why do you film them in your car? How did that even start? We film them in our car because we have seven kids and when we're done dropping them all off, the two of us end up in the car and we have a coffee in the morning together. And that's when we start literally ranting about what has happened from the moment we, the last time we saw each other, which was, you know, midday or the end of the day or the day before to the moment we've dropped off the kids. And there's so Many things that have happened with not only us as women, us with our relationship with our husbands and with the children from like 
dinner to bedtime to the middle of the night to the morning. We just started taping these conversations because we realized that if these are two conversations that two best friends are having about the reality of motherhood, other people are having them either in their head or out loud too. And it's so true. We are all having these experiences and maybe they look a little bit different or the dialogue around them is a tiny bit different, but the way that you share them, it's just like, yes, I was listening to the video yesterday that was mom truths about the difference between dad sex and mom sex. So dads, it's all about penetration. It is like this physical act of sexuality. For moms, it's like the dad coming home early from work and bringing dinner. And I was just howling because this is so true, especially in when your kids are young and you're not sleeping and like actual sex is the last thing on your mind. I feel like our body's actually like physically shut down and are like, no, you cannot have another child right now. You've also been intimate with your child all day. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean like you've been had someone on you, touching you, needing you, all day. You know, so when you get a moment alone, you're like, oh my God, let me breathe for a second. Just give me a moment. And then someone else wants you. You're like, I'm not available. (laughs) Before I had kids and before I was married, I used to hate alone time. Like I always wanted to be with my friends and out about and busy. And I've never valued being alone with nobody on me, nobody touching me more than I am now after having four children and a husband. I just love, it's not even just about my thoughts. It's about my body being all by itself. (laughs) I can only imagine. I I have two kids and yes, I get it. I totally get it. And you feel bad. You feel bad for your poor husband because he's just like, what happened? Like, where did my wife go? And da, 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 da. But it is definitely, it's, I don't know, it's some kind of balancing act trying to figure it all out. For real. You have to go listen to these mom truths. Okay. I want to know another mom truth. What does health and wellness look like for two really busy moms who are on the road right now? You're on tour. You have like a million kids, basically, full-time jobs. You have husbands. How do you fit health and wellness into your routine and what does that look like for you? Such a hard question because I think that I won't speak for all women, but I'll speak for Nat and I, that every day it's a different day. And health and wellness is more than just about weight and, you know, what your body looks like. I think it's about how you feel overall. And I think that some days we are depleted and I think some days we are, you know, like loving where we're at. We're taking our kids out of school and we're going for two weeks to an island, literally that has bad cell phone service, not because we need a social media break, but just because we need to pause for a minute because we're going so fast. And I think that for us, health and wellness is our overall mental well-being of how we're feeling. And I think we're really lucky that we have each other and we're both really tuned in to where we're at and we can share that load. And I don't think a lot of women have that load they can share on their brains. So when I said to my husband, I need to go away and I need to go away for more than like, you know, five or six days, he was like, uh, uh, I literally called my wife, Nat, and I was like, Nat, I need this. She's like, let's go. (laughs) And I'm really lucky that I have that and the husbands are going to come visit us, but I'm checking out for two weeks to have my kids one-on-one where we can just be. Yes. I love that. And the other thing that the two of us do, because we have each other and we have our mom's support and we have our husband's support, we try to take breaks when we can. We try to every once in a while, just like the two of us or with our husbands, like go out and have some fun. That's not often, by the way. No, but it is sometimes. It's not never. We make sure we get fresh air and we make sure that we... um. We, we're good at sleeping. We're good at putting ourselves to sleep, not staying up too late. That's we, actually a really good one. I go to bed early. This is Kat. What's early? I shut it down by like 1030 and Nat's a little bit later, but her kids sleep in a little bit longer. So we do get our nighttimes to ourselves. 
Do your husbands ever get jealous of your amazing relationships? So funny. Probably. <laughs> we always say they love Catherine and Natalie. They like Cat and Nat. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I know. I have a best girlfriend and whenever we hang out, my husband's like, I, you don't even see me when she's here. You don't even see nope. me. And I also feel like you get dumber when she's here. And I'm like, that's just because like, we can't stop laughing when we're with each other yeah. and we're so silly. And it's like, it's hilarious. But I do think that he's like a little bit jealous maybe. So husbands, if you're listening and you have a wife with a best friend, I guarantee she's a better wife because of her best friend. I'm a better wife 1,000% because all of my stress goes to her. Like the kid's stress, the mental stress. If I'm upset about a kid, yeah, I chat with my husband, but my load share goes to Nat because women validate you in my way, in my household, in a different way than my husband can. And we can understand each other differently than our husbands can because we're living the life of taking care of these kids while our husbands are not there as much. Another thing is we're also stay-at-home moms. So we do drop off. We do pick up. We do like – so we do a full-time job with these children. Like when there's PD days, they're with us. When there's, you know, summer vacation, it's us. It's all the things. At this point, now that you've like – this is all exploded and you've got, you know, so many viewers on YouTube and things, have you considered having extra help or like extra people or are you quite determined to do this on your own? No, no. We're determined. We're never determined to do anything in particular. We change our mind at all times. I hired Nat. I got Nat a nanny. (laughs) She just started. It's really great. She helps me keep my life together. Because when we leave, the stress on our moms is so much and we feel guilty because of how much we pull on them. So we made a decision together. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's time for both of us to get help and their cousins. <laughs> their cousins? Oh, yes. that's so amazing. So they probably want to hang out together. Their cousins and best friends. And they have kids and our kids love their kids and they bring their kids over and everybody gets along like a big happy family. It's crazy. Oh my God, you've got more kids now. I can just like imagine your house is just a party all the time. Yeah, it's a community center. It's a drop-in community center. Yeah. What I thought was interesting about what you just said in regards to health and wellness is what you get from one another as friends and and the role that friendship can play in our own health and wellness, in particular our mental health. I feel like it is such a big piece. Have you known each other forever or like how did you meet? Yeah. High school, grade nine. Oh, wow. So yeah, basically forever, forever, ever. It wasn't until we had kids. We were the first of all of our friends to have babies and a lot, most of our friends weren't even married and we went and had babies like it was going to be a great idea and then- I don't know what possessed us, why we both did it. I don't it. know. That was not- That was weird. We live in like a, a big city and people weren't even like, didn't even have their significant other and we're still going for dinner at nine o'clock and we were having babies. It just- <laughs> Like on our third babies, people were having – like getting married and having their first. Right. They're like, what are you doing? And it's not like we were like the most expected ones to like get married and have kids. We were party animal girls. So. We were bad girls. It's in our podcast. We were real bad. I don't know how it happened that we were like, let's do the traditional thing, like get married and have a baby. But we did. And that's what really brought us together is that we were so lost and crazy and out of control. And we found each other and we ne- never let each other go because we gave each other a sense of support and a sense of like this is normal and when you're spiraling out of control we could talk to each other and say like no this is normal we got this I support you like we could talk about anything and so that's why we never we never left each other I love it what is the hardest thing about being cat and Nat 
like you said, your husbands love Catherine and Natalie, and there are obviously so many amazing things about this job that you have, but what are the hard parts? I'm going to be super honest here. What's getting hard is last week I had my son's hockey tournament, and there was probably, I believe, like 200 people. There was about eight teams that were playing, so there was hundreds of just people and parents and kids, and I had my two kids with me, and my husband was on the ice with my son, and I just walked to his, like, where the rink was because they all because he's still little, so they share the rink, and I just sat down. I was with my two daughters and my mom. And I get a message on DM a week later being like, there was a bunch of moms at the hockey tournament and said what a bitch you looked like or were. And the nicest thing about you was your hat. And it was a nice hat. It was a nice hat. And I was like, not one person spoke to me. And I think sometimes when you have a platform, people maybe think they know you, but you don't know them. So they maybe expect you to talk to them, but you're like, we don't ever assume somebody knows us. And to walk in like we're Kat and Nat is just weird to me because I'm just Kat and she's just Nat and we're two moms. And if you meet us, we would never expect anyone to think different of us or know who we are. Like we're nobody, really. We're nobody with seven kids. And I don't say that in a way to be like, I really mean that. And we're just as important as every other mom there, every other person. And I would never walk in and think of a woman as a bitch who was just sitting there with her kids and go to online and talk about it. And and someone's like, maybe you were having a bad day. I'm like, no, I had my mom face on. I was taking care of my three-year-old who I didn't want to blow, who I'd just been in the car with for three hours and had to cross the border. And, you know, I was trying to watch my son and keep my other two girls happy. Totally. Like, I was focused. <laughs> and I was talking to my mom. You're like, I was actually having a great day yeah. with my kids and my mom. I said I was having a great day. I didn't know I had to walk in smiling and waving at people. Like, that was never – so for us, I think – just people maybe we are who we are and if you meet us in real time we are who we are online that's reassuring for us that we know we're not someone we're not but but on that note it's actually that that exact same thing has been one of the most amazing things yeah. about being cat and that is all the times when we do go out and all the moms that come up to us and just they're like I feel like I know you and I'm mm-hmm. sorry that I'm coming up to you and just like saying thank you for creating this platform but mm-hmm. and it's so nice for us because if you're like is it weird we're like not at all it's so nice because we're all just moms yes. and we all have this we're all just like a mom hanging out. I should say three moms stopped me at that hockey tournament and were just like, I listened to your podcast. I fucking love you guys. Yes. I don't know if we can swear, but they – or just some people she smiled. She penetration. Yeah, she did. I? She did. Oh, she did. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's, 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 medical. that's medical. Yeah, medical. No, no. You can swear. <laughs> Anyways, three did come up and were just like, thank you. You're so kind. Like, you know, we're and someone else DM me and was like, if I stalked you while you were on your phone call and you stopped and you talked to me, like, you know, so there was positive that came of it. It was just – that was one negative that if we had to say something because you asked. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really hard. And I feel like anybody who has an online presence speaks about how difficult it is when people use their screen as almost this excuse or barrier. You know, it gives them that extra ability to say something that's not necessarily nice. They wouldn't wouldn't say to your face, but they can easily type it out and put it out there. And the reality is like you read these types of things, you see it and you hear it and, and you're human. You feel it. Yeah, you know, I don't actually feel it, which is crazy, but I do feel it for women and even more importantly, our daughters because and our sons because they don't have the coping skills or the confidence as an adult and they will one day get online and they will one day see comments and that's kind of more what breaks my heart that these people are grown women and mothers and they can treat other women like that, which means – you know, they're going to feel, everyone's going to feel it. And it just makes me sad that that's something that we have to deal with in this world right now. 
Absolutely. As moms, how are you navigating that online world and social media with your kids? They're still little, thank goodness, 10 and under. They don't have phones yet, so we're not there yet, but we're definitely listening to everything, you know, that we hear about, you know, the older kids having phones and social media pages and all that. And I think we'll, you know, we're going to know when it's right. Like Mm -hmm. I already know that my daughter's going to start, you know, doing things on her own more like walking to school next year. So I'm going to get her a telephone that doesn't have the internet. But, you know, I already hear about her friends and just simply like they're texting or, or musically and all of that stuff. And, um, I think that Kat and I will at least will do our research and we'll, we'll navigate it together too. We've had, we have an open conversation with them all the time about likes and they all know, you know, followers and we are always highlighting like experiences versus a picture. And they've had a thing where we did a campaign and there was a hashtag involved and they ended up on a huge screen in a mall we had to do for work. And I like stopped them. I'm like, do you see that? How'd they get there? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, cause I took a picture on my phone and I put it online. It went everywhere. And it was an appropriate picture, but we always try to just have learning lessons with them, ongoing conversations. We don't make it a bad thing. We just make it, this is what it is, and this is what you can't do. You can't have a sleepover with it. You can't talk to it. You can't laugh with it, you know? So we try to remind them. And the other thing is that because we live in the social media world, I feel like luckily a little bit more awareness of how it all works because that's where we work. And, you know, that's what we always say to moms is like, go on YouTube. If for anything else, just follow Cat and Nat, but go on YouTube so you can see the things that happen when you subscribe to something and all the things that can pop into your feed just because you're yes. on the internet. So for parents to actually like be on there to figure out how it all works. We also don't use filters on our Instagram. Like when we're doing stories and stuff, we try to keep it really just raw. And our Instagram page is sort of a colossal disaster. It's not curated. You can see it's just a bunch of, you know, not toned pictures. Like it's, they're real moments. Are they edited? Definitely sometimes, but not with face tune. Like we don't edit out our faces and we definitely put our faces up, not always on stage, like actually so much so that a company told us we weren't pretty enough for a campaign and we had to refill. Go put some makeup on. Go put some makeup on and come back. (laughs) No. Did you work with them? Well, I mean, listen, we did. We laughed our faces off and that's kind of us because we're pretty comfortable with ourselves, but we were just kind of like, is this a joke right now? And this was about three years ago. I can't even remember the company, but they definitely told us. Clean up a little. You don't look aesthetically pleasing. Go take a shower. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. I feel like that would be so dangerous for a company to say something like that nowadays. It was two years ago, yeah. Two years ago. But I feel like media and even the conversation about all of this on social media has just exploded, even in the last two to three years, that I feel yeah, like women has. have – such a voice right now, women and men, in regards to companies doing this type of thing or saying that kind of thing. Like, I feel like you'd have to be very careful as a company to say something like that now in case it was possibly leaked. Too bad we don't remember who it was. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I will tell you that we film in every, like, no makeup, make, like, we don't, we share everything. So when you have that mask unveiled and you're not afraid of, you know, what people think of you in every different light. It's pretty- well, It makes it a lot easier to go out in public. Yeah, it does. Know. Yeah. We don't look like a deer in real life <laughs> or a dog. Totally. <laughs> you don't have little sparkles floating down around you 24-7. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. 
Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L com slash talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. Friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. And now a short break from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by the Mama Space Practice by Michelle Cambolis, who we heard from in episode three. The Mama Space is a beautiful online program designed to take you through 30 soul-supporting days of self-care, strengthening, and renewal. Whether you are a working or stay-at-home mama, creative or entrepreneurial, exhausted, or bounding in energy, the Mama Space Practice is for you. Mama Space is based on mind-body health practices therapist Michelle Cambolis has used with clients for decades and combines meditations, journaling exercises, and mantras that you can do from the comfort of your home. I used the Mama Space to support me after having Brooklyn, and it brought me such a sense of calm and clarity, which, as most moms know, is very hard to come by. It will bring you back home to self and seriously revolutionize your mothering. The Mama Kit is only $20 when you use the discount code RAW10 today at www.michellecambolis.com slash mama-space. We'll also have the link in our show notes. If you're thinking you could use some self-love and self-care, this is the perfect place to start. And now let's get back to Angie. You said, you know, you're very comfortable in yourselves and in who you are. Is that confidence something that you've always sort of had inherently within you or is that something that you've really had to work on or had to cultivate? I'm going to tell you, we we wrote a book. I don't know if you knew that, but we wrote a book oh, that yeah. comes out on March 12th called Mom Truths and it's because our whole platform is Mom Truths. So even though we make Mom Truths, much of our Instagram is, you know, kind of our heart and the more vulnerable moments and 
YouTube is the funny part and Facebook Live is like the day-to-day conversation and our book is sort of a synopsis of the hilarious, the real, and the raw and sort of us, our moms who were single moms and us as new moms. And I think just through the process, are we more confident? Yes, but I believe it's because of the resiliency we've had since we were younger. I think just in the process of being okay with yourself, that's where confidence comes from and the hurdles of life gives you confidence. Literally, the bumps and bruises is what makes you feel like you're okay. I think when you get to a point where you see that your bottom line is really basic, which is we're healthy, our kids are healthy, and we have great relationships with our our, our husbands, that's the happiest we could be. And everything mm-hmm. else is gravy. And I don't know, that sounds so cheesy, but someone once said to us, you guys could be in a closet and laugh your faces off. And that's the truth. We just kind of find joy in each other. And I think that that breeds a confidence with within each other. And we're okay. If all of this went away tomorrow, we would still be okay. And the other thing is we give each other confidence a lot. This is like a real pure, honest, supportive relationship where you have somebody beside you telling you that you're doing a good job every single day. And and the other thing is I think that we both have gained confidence in motherhood mm-hmm. because I think it. that, you know, when you're younger, you kind of like, a, you think a lot more about yourself and your, you look at the way you look and the way and all these things that really at the end of the day don't matter as much. And then you have kids and you, even though you take less time you know, for yourself. And sometimes that's not a good thing. In a way, it sort of shows what's really important. And I think that we gain confidence after becoming parents because we prove to ourselves how strong we really are. You know, we carry these babies. We take care of these babies. We're keeping them alive. We're growing these children. And that makes us feel good about ourselves too, which gives us confidence. We don't wake up being like, you're looking good, girl. Obviously, some (laughs) days you wake up and you're like, oh God. Like we don't always have the best days, but internally, I think the confidence we're talking about is not an external one. It's just knowing yourself so well and that we're good people. We feel that. And I think when you go through life knowing that you're, we're okay, we're good. Today we're good, you know? And we also, when we look in those in the mirror those days and if we feel like, ugh, and sometimes we're like, woo, we know, we can analyze and know that every day we kind of look the same. It's the way that we're feeling on the inside. So sometimes we're like, why do when we look at ourselves today, we feel like we don't look good. And then we're like, it's probably something we're feeling on the inside. What do we need to do? And then we're like, maybe we need to go on the treadmill. Maybe we need to drink more water. Maybe we need to get some fresh air. But we know that that's what's going – it's not what we really look like. It's the way we're feeling on the inside. I love that. I absolutely love it. And it is so true. And I also love what you said about resilience breeding confidence because this is something I'm hearing over and over again and I think it's so important for people to remember that confidence isn't just something you get when you show up perfectly and when you do everything right and when you nail it that day with your kids and everything flows properly. Confidence is something that is earned and often that involves a lot of bumps and bruises along the way and missteps and and then kind of continuously getting back up and trying again. What would you say to a mom who's listening right now or a dad or anyone who is not feeling confident about their ability to show up as a mom who's looking at social media and thinking like, oh my God, everyone's doing it perfectly and I'm not. Or even look at Cat and Nat, like they've created this incredible following and they're just doing so much in comparison to me. As we lie in bed on a phone. No, I'm teasing. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, in tracksuits track that I wore yesterday, but who details <laughs> and worked out in, but who's counting? I think, you know, this breaks my heart because it's a fact that parenting confidence has never been lower in a general society. I think that we have to get back to the basics of like, it's between you and your kids and not what everybody else thinks of you. And 
if your kids love you, like if you ask your kids who they want, they want you. Like stop thinking about who you think you should be because that's telling them that they're not enough because their love for you is so pure. And when you're always saying you're not enough to them, that makes me be like, wait, what, why isn't my love enough for you? I mean, as a woman, I understand differently, but as a mom, your kids have such bend and when you think you're messing up, they see something totally different. When you feel like you didn't give them a good enough birthday party, they're like, thank you for that crumbly cake that like, it's not about anything other than you with a smile on your face. I guarantee when you get old, if you have a smile on your face and a crumbly cake, listen, I have made a crumbly cake. You can ask Nat. I tried to put like the Oreo dirt road on it and it was a fucking <laughs> disaster. It was hilarious. But they all they remember was me laughing at my cake that didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Like don't beat yourself up over moments that you think you're failing or didn't do enough because it's crazy. It's got to stop. We have to stop this conversation of bad mom. It drives me crazy that we even have it because we're all moms. We feed our kids. We love them. We sometimes go away for work. We come home. They love us the same. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. And also, like, this social media world of carefully curated photos, I don't want – like, it's fine if people are putting that up and if that's something that brings them joy is taking beautiful photos. But if it's not working for you, start unfollowing them. There's a lot of moms out there like Kat and Nat who are doing – amazing stuff and maybe even Kat and Nat aren't your tribe, but totally. find your find your people, find the ones that make you feel like you are doing great because there's lots out there and it's just a waste because it's all fake anyways. Just remember that quote, they say you are the five people you spend your time with, right? Like you become those five people. That goes with online too. So if they're making you feel bad, like if you're hanging out with those five people, even you don't know them, that impacts you any way you cut it. And we really leaned out our Instagram just based on the kind of the world of social media and influencers just because it, a lot of it felt not positive, you know? So we just yeah. kind of went – we went back to our community. That's what we did. We turned back and stopped looking out and started looking in and just focusing on, you know, our community. And and that's when things really began to do well because to be honest with you, we tried the Pinterest route because we were advised to do it and it was not us. And the minute we tuned everybody out and kind of got real, everyone's like – Thank you. And Pinterest moms, I love you. I want to be you. I don't know how you do it, but teach me how to make that rainbow cake I'm in. I'm inspired. Or at least I'm entertained. <laughs> entertained, big time. That Marie Kondo stuff. Oh my God. Marie, I can't. Marie. But sorry, Marie Kondo. I can't even. Oh, no, I know. And I, you know what? I had a photo shoot for the cover of the podcast yesterday and I did my hair and makeup and it took me about an hour and I thought I was going to kill somebody after. I was like, how do some people do this? And cheers to you for doing it. But like my arm feels like it's going to fall off from this <laughs> curling iron and my eye is watering and I've got like the kids have pulled apart, shredded my bathroom in the meantime. How how do they do it? It's oh, exhausting. It's so I know they do full photo shoots with kids in tow. I don't know how they they do it. Their kids must be no. robots. It's amazing. It's a full-time job. It's like that's like magic. That's magician work. For real. Yeah. You've attracted this amazing community of moms that you just spoke about. What have you learned from your fans? What have you learned from these other moms? God, this is such a passionate one for us because when we go on the road, we get to go meet women and we have a VIP where we sit and we hate that word, but it, it that's what the industry calls it and we sit and we talk to them for 35 minutes and just have a Q&A. And 
the conversations that come out of it is so amazing. Usually someone says how they feel like they're failing and they have no friends or they just feel alone. And usually nine out of 10, no, actually every time someone else stands up and goes, we live in the same city, I'll be your friend. Or someone comes alone and you see the people around them embrace them. We'll get emails after being like, I was so scared to come alone. I came alone, but I left with a group of women who embraced me and – I have to tell you that women often get a bad rap, but when we see women just coming together for no other reason than they just want to be supportive. And we also highlight relationships like friendships in our um, our show and the stories that come out of how women just support each other and get you through something and ask for nothing in return is so remarkable. And it, it's not like it's one every city. I'm talking like we get flooded with emails about someone talking about another woman who's gotten them through something that they couldn't even imagine getting through without that person. Mm, That honestly gives me goosebumps. And on an everyday level, a lot of our followers and community, they say that we bring them so much like, you know, information and knowledge and support and friendship, but we feel the exact same way about them. And all day long, we, we talk with them, you know, through direct messages and comments. And we learn learn just as much from them as they learn from us. So it really feels like it's like a, it's a real relationship, even though we're online, we've gained so much from them. How can people get information about this tour? Are there still tickets left? Where are you going? Tell us more. So you know we're coming to Vancouver. <gasps> I'm so excited. I'm coming with all my girlfriends. We've all, yeah, everyone's blocked it off in their calendar. We can't wait. So you can go to cadnet.ca. A lot of them are sold out, but there are still some tickets in some cities. I think we're doing like 15 cities. Are we doing 15 cities this first route? More? Six, 24? 18, 20. Yeah, there's going to be another six added. Yeah, so I think we're doing like 36 cities, but we're at Catnet everywhere. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on our website. We have a podcast. We have it all. You have a book coming out March 12th? Yep, we have a book. We'll link to it in the show notes so everyone can find it easily. Awesome. It's called Mom Truths. Thank you. It's Yeah, it's called Mom Truths. If there was one message that you could give to moms out there, what would it be? Just look at another mom and just smile because – or if you have a friend, compliment her. I'm telling you, often we as moms and women don't hear enough um, what you mean to somebody and we give all day. And like I'll sometimes get a random message from Nat just being like, you know what? I'm really impressed with the way you're handling X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, you inspire me. Just compliment each other. It really goes a long way. And even with when you're with your kids and you see a woman and you think your head, my gosh, she looks, she's really put together today. Wow, you look really put together today. Or I love your hair. Or just anything that makes someone kind of feel like, you know, smile at them. It's so basic. It's so easy. It truly is. And on that note, thank you to both of you ladies for showing up each and every day so authentically. I completely disagree with that company and think you're two of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. You make me (laughs) laugh my face off. You make me feel like I'm not alone on those crazy days with kids where you're like, what the F am I doing? And how did this happen? I love these little beans, but seriously, we're going to wrap this interview up with our rapid fire questions. I haven't done this with two people before. so Oh, here we go. We like this. We're like one person, just so you know. We have one brain. Okay, perfect. Okay. So spirit age. Oh, spirit Spirit age. age. Six-year-old boy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, my spirit age is like an 80-year-old woman. Yeah, you are an 80-year-old woman. I can't wait. Yeah. You balance each other right out. Word for 2019. Epic. Yeah, I'll go with that. (laughs) How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? Oh, negative 
Five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. What is your love language? Uh, affirmation. I don't know. What is mine? Yours would be affirmation. Okay. You need to read that book, by the way. Who do you insta stop? Oh, good one. Oh, gosh. That's real. Oh, Chrissy Teigen. We do really love Chrissy Teigen. I know. Obsessed. She comes up on every podcast interview I do. I pretty much end up talking about Chrissy Teigen somehow. Oh, that's hilarious. Habit you'd like to kick? Diet Coke, I guess. I don't really have one. Is that bad? No. You live your life. You just keep doing what you're doing. Filters and Facetune, yay or nay? Nay. Nay. How many tattoos do you have? None. One. Three products you'd take to a deserted island. Huh. Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take Benadryl. (laughs) I'll take facial oil and toothpaste. I'm I'm going naked. (laughs) Perfect. Drink of choice. Oh, tequila. I can't even pick. I love them all. Fireball? Did you mean alcohol or did you mean like water? I love how you both just went straight to the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Greatest wellness hack? Oh, water. Yeah, apparently water. Huh? Oh, wah, wah, wah. We went from booze to water. Yeah. And one word to describe yourself. Fun. So fun. Fun. You are so fun, and this interview has been so much fun. Ladies, where can people go if they want to find out more information about you? Catnat.ca everywhere. Or Catnat. 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 C-A-T-A-N-D-N-A-T everywhere. Perfect. That is it for this episode, but be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single show. If you like this episode, take a screenshot and share it on social tagging at Raw Beauty Talks. We'll be regramming your posts every week. Erin. Yes. You have a really good podcast voice and you do this very well. Oh, thank you. That is so it's nice. It's like you're professional. Oh my God. <laughs> no, this is my sixth interview I started last week. You wow. are so natural and so so good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, Nat wants to know what your background is. Thank you. Well, I started Raw Beauty Talks four years ago while I had a Pilates studio and it was my side hustle that ended up, you know, taking hours and hours. And um, it started off as an interview series with women, but we just did the interviews in person and we photographed them without makeup, Photoshop or filters. And um, then it's kind of just grown from there. And I had my babies, which, you know, really slowed things down, but I kind of always kept it going. And then I had my daughter and I I really had terrible postpartum anxiety and, and panic attacks, actually. So everything's been on pause while I got my health in check. And I'm so excited to be feeling so much better now and to be back doing this and doing what I love, which is really, you know, hearing the stories of women and sharing that with other people and... You're so articulate and you also listen. Like you can tell you're listening to the conversation, which is not what everybody does. Oh, I'm taking it all in. I want to know all all the secrets and all the juicy details. But thank you. That means a lot. It was such a a pleasure to interview you. And as I said, I've literally got a group of about 10 girls and we're all coming to see you in Vancouver. So I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. There's a high probability we'll be drunk by the time we get there. But girl, (laughs) well, you just... Just wait. Uh, if, if Canada's like the U.S., it is something that the theaters are like, we outdrink a lot. There, we, uh, you will not be alone. That's all I got to say. Our girls, okay. our girls are known to go wild. I can't wait to see you when you're here. Thank you again. We can't wait either. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. 
That's it for this episode, but be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single show. Simply search for Raw Beauty Talks on iTunes and click subscribe. If you like this episode, take a screenshot and share it on social tagging at Raw Beauty Talks. We'll be regramming your posts every week. Last but not least, don't forget to visit our website at rawbeauty.co to get your free handout, which summarizes all the key notes and takeaways from this episode. As we wrap things up, remember, your body is different than any other body out there. So as you listen to these episodes, it's important to keep tuning back into yourself to see what really resonates for you. Above all else, remember, you are worthy, you are beautiful, and you are not alone on this incredible journey called life. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com listen or on your favorite podcast platform.